In this movie, you add a lighting scenario based on a daylight system. The daylight system simulates the sun and daylight coming from the Earth's atmosphere to provide global illumination. It can be used both with the scan line and with the mental ray renderers. The creation process is the same, the difference lies in the adjustments made to the daylight system's parameters. The project you started so far is using the scan line renderer, which is the default when you start a new project. Continue working on your file from the first movie, or open the provided file named environmentscanline.max if you need to catch up. As mentioned at the end of the last movie, a render at this point leaves a lot to be desired. Make sure you are set in a four viewport configuration. If you need to, use Alt-W to toggle off full screen mode. Go to the Create Systems panel and choose the Daylight System. A warning appears prompting you to use logarithmic exposure control to compensate for the strength of the Daylight System. This type of exposure control is one of the differences between Scanline and Mentor Ray, but more on that later. Click Yes to continue. Click and drag somewhere in the top view to create a rose compass, and then drag a bit more and click to define the orbital scale. The background picture was taken at 10 in the morning, so make that adjustment accordingly. You can even set the geographic location to match the picture in the background. For now though, simply adjust the north direction so that the shadows match between 3D elements and background shadows. A value of about 245 degrees should be adequate. Render the camera view again. There are a few problems to overcome. You can certainly see the effect of the direct light, the sun casting shadows on the ground. The ground itself should be invisible though, except for the fact that it's receiving shadows. Also, the general ambient illumination generated by indirect lighting, bouncing light, is a little flat and requires some work. There is also another problem that's quite important. Notice how the shadows seem to be cropped in this area. This can happen sometimes depending on where you place the daylight system. In its simplest form, the daylight system uses a direct light to simulate the sun, and in this case, the light beam is simply not large enough. To see it better, enable the Show Cone option. Sure enough, you can now see that the beam is too narrow. The light itself extends beyond the beam limits courtesy of the Overshoot option, but the shadows are restricted within the beam area. Temporarily disable the Overshoot option and set the hotspot beam value large enough to encompass the scene. For the scene in this movie, a value of about 25 to 30 meters should do. Enable Overshoot again, as this ensures the light itself extends beyond the beam as it was by default, and then disable Show Cone. Test Render again. Now the shadows are a bit more accurate. Next, you take a look at how to make the ground invisible, except for its ability to collect shadows. Go to the Slate Material Editor and add a matte shadow material to the viewer. Double-click its node to see the properties. Make sure it's set to Receive Shadows and apply it to the ground plane. Render again. This time, 
The ground is invisible, and the shadows look like they're cast on the sidewalk. The shadows are black, though, but you can control the color and density. Note how the tree shadows in the back have a slight tint of blue. In fact, right-click on the tree shadows in the rendered scene. An eyedropper appears. This gives you feedback on the sampled color and even places it in the color swatch. This means that you can now copy that color swatch with the right-click. And then, in the Modify panel, paste it as a shadow color for the light. The difference is subtle, but certainly visible. Dismiss the render window and the material editor for now. Next, you tackle the global illumination problem. Using the scanline renderer, you are more or less restricted in your approach. You can certainly try and add other light sources here and there, but that beats the purpose of using the daylight system. The daylight system is made of a sunlight source for direct illumination and a daylight source to provide global or indirect illumination. At this point, the daylight source is using a skylight option, but the scanline renderer is not really taking advantage of it yet. In order to take advantage of the skylight, use a tool called Light Tracer. This can be accessed from the rendering menu. This activates the Light Tracer tool and gives you a set of default parameters. The two most important parameters are Ray Samples and Bounces. The Bounces value controls the accuracy of the solution, while the Ray Samples value controls the quality. The higher these values, the better the solution, but the longer the rendering time. Leave Bounces at 0 and decrease the Ray Sample to 50. Test render the camera view. It doesn't look too different from earlier, that's because the bounces value is at zero. Increase the number of bounces to one and try again. The rendering is slightly longer now, but it does look better. You'll worry about the noisy textures in a second. First, deal with the general illumination. Increase the global multiplier to four or five and try again. Once you're satisfied, you can increase the raised samples value for a better quality rendering. Try it at 500 or even 1000 if you have a good computer system. The scene is starting to look good, but there are a few limitations inherent to the scanline renderer and the light tracer engine. This scene was reasonably quick to render, but it isn't a very heavy scene to begin with. The light tracer engine has been known to choke with heavier scenes. The materials currently used are all based on the standard material. The render looks fine in this case, but not very natural and a bit CG-like, especially when it comes to reflective materials like metal and glass. Also, the current shadows are very crisp, in fact, too crisp, even for a sunny day. This is down to the fact that the light used to simulate the sun is based on a direct light casting ray-traced shadows. You could switch to shadow maps for softer shadows, but then you lose the transparency effect for transparent shadows. You can try and fiddle with advanced ray traced options to get softer shadows, or you can use a completely alternative approach using mental ray. By the same token, you'll learn to use materials that are more natural looking and integrate better with the environment.
This is what you do in the next movie.